ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, Terramaster, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. GPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV damper with better control and handling with an upgraded vane and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talks Hey. Ellie Roush, how are you? I am great. How are you? I'm good. Hey, thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to sit down and talk with us at ATV Talk. Anytime. I'm really excited to be here. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. That's good for me. Hey, uh, you had a big event here recently in your life. Um, you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, um, that was... That was pretty exciting. I never expected to see myself there. I've only been racing for like three years and never in those three years would I expect to win one of the WMX, like this early at least. Like I was expecting maybe like a couple of years down the line, but like not so soon. It was, it was kind of crazy. I'm, it was, it was just, I never like expected that to happen, but it was super exciting and I'm glad it did. Well, that's pretty awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. It was a really tough race from what I hear from some of the other ladies. Yeah, it was, it was a swamp. Like I, I've raced a lot of mud races, but nothing like that. It was crazy. And what kind of machine do you ride? Uh, A CRF Honda. Uh, It's a hybrid. We put the dirt bike engine, like in the 450, like frame and all that pizzazz. Nice. You like that a lot? Yes. Uh, last year I was on a Yamaha and then we moved. My dad was like, I think you'd ride better on a Honda. And I was like, all right, like I'm open to whatever works, you know? And I am so glad we switched. Like I'm 20 times more comfortable on it. And I'm just, I love it. Really? So you use the, you use the Honda platform chassis with a CRF motor in it. Yeah. It's, my grandpa, he's pretty much my main mechanic, and he puts it all together for me all the time, and he does a really good job. I trust his work a lot. Well, that's awesome. And, and no offense, I don't want to, uh, you know, say anything to grandpa that it's not good. How old is grandpa? <laughs> I have 
no idea. I, well, okay. Right. I don't want to guess because I don't want to guess wrong. <laughs> like, I have, I don't know, like 60, what? I have no idea. Well, I have a grandson almost your age. So that's why really? I'm asking. Yeah. And I'm 55. Yeah, I think that's how old. I have no idea. <laughs> That's funny. So let's, let's, let's go backwards a little bit. We'll come back and talk about, uh, the, the win and the WMX. Um, you're still in high school and you play softball. Yeah, I actually play a lot more sports than softball. I play volleyball, travel volleyball, dance and cheer. Those are like, it's, it's a lot to balance all with racing and everything, but I like it it's a lot, but I enjoy all of it. What, uh, what level of team on the softball are you? Oh, uh, well, we only, we're like a small town and there's not very many of us. There's only, it was like, we have one team. It's just one varsity team and there's only like 12 girls. So it's just, it's small. It's just one of us, like this one team. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. I mean, you get a lot of playing time then, right? Yeah. So with all those activities, how did you get into ATVs? Well, my dad and his brother, they, they raced quads when they were like our age. And my uncle, he went pro and one of his buddies went pro. And my dad was like an A-class rider. And they were always like talking about it. And I was like, always so like intrigued. Like I wanted to know more. Like I was like, I want to know like how, like all this. And my dad was like, well, if you want to try it, like we have a little Raptor, you can we build you a little track or like we have a really local, like a really close local one that we go to. It's like a little fairground track. And he's like, well, you can give it a shot on that and see how you like it. And I was like, all right, like bet, like I'm in for it. So I was out there on the track on a little Raptor 250. My brother's out there on a Honda. And I was like, man, I like, I'm in love with this. And my mom was like, she needs something faster, Cody. Like, this isn't cutting it for her. <laughs> so my dad was like, if you're serious about it, LA, I'll get you something quicker. And I was like, yeah, I want to do it. I want to try. Like, <laughs> so he got me something quicker. And then we have a local, like my dad, we have a big property and he built us a pretty big size, like national track. And we just started there and went from there. How long did you race local before you went to a national? Uh, probably about a year, maybe. Like it was just like we went off for maybe a year on that little fairground track. And there's uh, the Oars and the Deckards. Uh, there are friends that we go to all the time there, and they were there actually because. They were pretty close too, and they're like, "You guys should like try nationals. Like they're so fun. Like we go all the time." And my dad was like, "Well, we'll see what happens. Like we'll go from here." Like after we picked up that more, my dad was like, "All right, Georgia's coming up first national. We'll go and see how you do." And I was like, "Okay, I can I can rock with that." <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was like, "I don't care how you do. Like I just I just want to see what happens." And I was like, all right, well then I'm on the 250 and I go out and school girl and get third, pull the whole shot, lead the like first couple of laps and I'm third. And he was like, well, looks like we're in it for the long run now. So then after <laughs> that, it just stuck. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience. And 
that was your first experience. And then you went back that whole year, the whole first year you went. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that was the year they had muddy Creek. Pretty sure that was like three years ago. Maybe I'm not really, I don't really remember, but we went all the way. We went to a mall until muddy Creek. And then my brother we're, we're actually twins. So like they were the same age and we were like in the same, pretty much the same classes and everything. And then he wrecked pretty bad. Like he broke his collarbone, his back, his thumbs, punctured his lung. Like he was a mess. So then after that, we like cut it back and we just didn't go to any. And then my dad was like, all right, Redbud's coming up. We'll go and like, see how you do again. Like your brother's doing better. Like let's get back into it. And then I went up to Redbud and then won the schoolgirl class. And then he was like, all right, well, picking up next year again. <laughs> and then after that, we just took off again after my brother filled up. And ever since then, we kept going. And what made you decide to jump to the WMX? Well, my dad wasn't really for sure. Like we are, we've been talking about like what to run because like, there's like, I never knew like, where I actually like fit in at after being only on the 250 for like one year, you know what I mean? Like just racing for one year. My dad was like, you could run a B class or like a C class or something. And then, or he's like, you can run WMX and then that new women's 15. I was like, I mean, I don't care. Like I'm down for anything. And then Michael Perkins, he was like, she's ready. Like she can run the WMX. Like she's ready for it. And then my dad, after Michael told my dad that he was like, all right, we'll give it a shot. And then it just took off from there. So how did you do in Daytona? Daytona was a really, really cool experience. I got fifth. And waking up to like that mud and this like the water, the track just completely flooded. And it looked like just ponds of it everywhere. I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm ready for this. Cause like, I always do good in the mud. I don't know what it is, but like, I am like good in mud races. And I was like, Oh, like I have a good shot at this. And then like, once I got down there and I got top five, I was like, man, I'm really in it for the points this year. Like I can actually do pretty good in this class. And my dad was like, I hope you take this serious, Ellie, because like you're good enough to be up there. And I was like, you know what? I can, I'm happy with a top five. Like I was never expecting that ever. So I was like, if I can get top five off season, I'll be content. And then it was just, it was awesome. It was really cool. I'm really glad the WMX got the chance to go down there this year. So what did you, where have you ended up other than winning in the mud race and getting a fifth in Daytona? How are you doing in the other two nationals? Um, Texas. Texas was something. I got a seventh at Texas because I felt really good in Texas. Actually, we, I, we went there last year and I just wasn't really comfortable on it. So I wasn't really knowing what to expect this year, but I felt pretty good. And then that little, like not little double, but not big double either. I like cased it and like <laughs> flipped the quad. So it didn't get me, really, <laughs> I didn't do very well there, but I tried to come back, but it just didn't work out very well. So I just had to be happy with what I finished there. And how about last, last weekend? Last weekend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, where'd we go? But high point, <laughs> I actually, uh, I spun out in a corner and I smoked a tree 
I was running a solid fourth, and then that happened. And I, I got knocked down to ninth, I think I finished. And then the second moto was I had a really good start. Like, I felt good. I was second behind Kinsey. I was doing pretty good. And then I got passed by Andrea Shaw. And then I led fourth, like pretty much the whole time. And like the very last minute, some, I don't know who she was, but she got around me. So then I ended up getting like seventh overall again, but it put me back in fourth at points. So I'm not mad about it. Well, that's not, that's not bad for your first year. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy about where I'm standing right now. Is is there any intimidation factor by any of the ladies, or are do they just welcome you in and and you guys are, are all getting along really well? I don't feel any intimidation at all. Like all the girls are super nice and super sweet, and like just like since me and Kenzie are so young, and like just going into that bigger class, like they are so nice to us and. I felt really welcome, like by all of them, like joining that class. That's outstanding. Andrea is a pretty nice lady, isn't she? Yeah, she is super sweet. I love talking to her. Yeah, she's she she comes and helps me out quite a bit with things that I can do to promote the WMX. So we brainstorm on ideas. Uh, I don't know if you caught the live that we did talking about women's athletics. Yeah. So that those are all kinds of things. So that brings me to the athletics that, that you're involved in. Um, how are all those things going for you? And are you getting the promotion that you think you should with most all of the events that you're uh, participating in? Yeah, I th- yeah, most definitely. I think I do. I feel like I get. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> So does your brother, is your brother is in, in, in as many sports as you are? He used to play basketball and baseball. And then after that wreck at Muddy Creek, he just fell off sports a lot. And this year he was like, finally, like fully recovered. Like he's doing good. And like, he's like, I don't care about high school sports. Like I'm putting all my attention to this racing season. Like I'm doing good this year. Like I'm expecting top five in B classes. And I was like, yeah, I get it, Colin. Like, I'm proud of you. Like, and then when we went down to Daytona, he got hit by a Harley, like on the straight straightaway, and completely destroyed his leg. So now he's out for another season. But you do it. Explain that to me again. He got hit by a Harley. Okay, so when we were in Daytona for the race, it was Bike Week, and we were crossing <laughs> we were crossing the highway to go to the beach with my mom. And we were, we were like running across and this car was turning left. So like they were going the opposite way we were running. So like we had like, no one was coming. You know what I mean? And this motorcycle went around the turning car and just smoked my brother. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like and I had to like pick him up and carry him out of the road because like he couldn't walk. And we were like, he was sitting there and like, he's like, I think my leg's fine. Like I'm okay. And he went to stand up and his whole leg like caved in. Mm. And my dad was like, Oh, like we gotta go to the hospital. And they, my dad called the ambulance cause he wasn't going to move it unless there was like a splint on his leg. So it was that bad. And they got there and they're like, Oh, like he needs like surgery, like ASAP. Like he completely like broke his something in his knee completely off and 
tore his MCL completely in half and a bunch of other stuff. Like, so whenever I was racing in Daytona, he was, my mom and him were stuck in the hospital while he's getting surgery. And he was stuck there for like two or three days after surgery too. So the whole time I'm racing, I'm like trying not to focus on Colin, like in the middle of surgery, but luckily he got to make it to the last, last race at Daytona. So he didn't completely miss out on all of it. So he got his surgery and then was able to catch the final race at the deal. That's pretty good that they let him out. Yeah. Cause we were afraid that he wasn't going to make it. And like right before we went up for the last moto or whatever it was. And, uh, he was like pulling up in the car and I was like, Oh my God, he's here. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad he can make it. And all you see is my brother is pull up in the golf cart all the way up to the track. Cause they let him all the way up so he could watch. It was great. I was, I was happy to see his face. That's good. You guys are pretty close. I take it. Yeah. What does mom think about all this racing stuff? Well, my dad, since he used to race, like he knew how like expensive it was, like gas, parts, everything. And he was like, and my mom was like, I really think we should get him into it. Like my mom was the one that was like pushing for it. And my dad was like, okay, Michelle, like this is expensive. Like, are you sure you want to get into this? And she was like, yeah, I want to see my kids like six feet in this. Like, let's do it. And my dad was like, all right, like you, this was your idea. <laughs> and so she's super supportive about it. I, she's probably one of my biggest supporters, her and my dad will. It's yeah, it was, she's, she's been the day one decision maker of that. <laughs> Well, that's, that's usually the way it is. Mom always has a large say in, in most racing programs. Pretty much. I, I was very fortunate that my wife was, came out in the workshop and I was working on my quad and yeah. I'm putting it together and I'm, uh, you know, I didn't know if I was going to keep it, sell it, ride it. I, I didn't know. And then she goes, yeah, I'd love to watch you race. Cause my wife has <laughs> never seen me ride. Yeah. And I was all happy and giddy, you know, for a couple of days. Hey, my wife's going to let me race. This is great. Uh, and then I started to realize, yeah, that's not such a good idea. That's awesome. <laughs> I've raced enough in my day, <laughs> you know, I, I can, yeah. I, I can stand but in the like, She used to go to the track with my dad all the time. So like she knew what, it, she knew what she was getting into. That's pretty awesome. What do you look forward to at the next round? I am so, okay. So like ever since I started, like at first I never knew anybody, but here recently I've got super close to a bunch of people there. So it's so, I'm looking forward to going to see all my new, like all the new people I've met and like hopefully get a top three or top five. Like I'm content with either one of those. It's awesome. Like ever since I met all those people, they have just like super supported me. And it just boosts my confidence and it makes me feel a lot more comfortable on the track. And just when I'm out on the gate, I'm like, okay, there's a bunch of people watching me right now. They have so much like to expect from me. And I'm like, you got to do good, Ellie. You know what I mean? Like, it's just great having all of them there to like push me to do better. What do you do for, to train? I go to the gym every day. Sometimes I miss because sometimes I get home super late from like games and stuff, but 
Um, Michael Perkins actually has like a whole gym thing that I follow and he's helped me a lot to get in shape this winter for this season. And then our track that my dad built, we try to ride there as much as we can to get our, like, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but to keep us like in shape there. So like we can constantly be on there to get better. So your conditioning, you want to keep your conditioning up and, and, you're in Florida, I'm assuming. I'm in Indiana, Southern Indiana. Okay. okay, okay. I was confused with some of the people that you were mentioning. So, so isn't isn't it cold there? It's actually not bad. It's pretty. It was like 62 today. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. I'm pretty sure though. Next weekend at Ironman, it's supposed to be like 89. Like it's going to be warm. But when do you guys start getting away from bad weather? Mm. <laughs> Sometimes it still snows in March. Like <laughs> it just depends. January, like February, March is still pretty bad weather. After March, it starts to like fade away pretty much. So So you haven't been you haven't been having to deal with too much bad weather rolling into the the beginning of the year. Yeah, no, it hasn't been too bad. And if we do run into bad weather, like super like rainy or whatever, and like the the track gets too bad where we can't ride, there's this place about an hour away and it's like straight sand. So like the sand like absorbs the water or like the snow or whatever. So like we can constantly ride there if they're open. So it's not it's not terrible, but the weather sometimes I don't know. Indiana has the weirdest weather ever, I swear. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. So Michael's got you in shape. So you were ready for Daytona. Yeah. I've had, I've had Michael, my brother, my dad, uh, uh, Clayton Decker. He's like, they've all been like, Ellie, stay at the gym, keep working at it, keep getting better. Like you'll get there. Like just keep working, you know? And I've just been like really focusing on getting in shape for Daytona. And then after Daytona, I just took off from there. So you're, you're pretty excited with, with where you're at, you know, being fourth in points and, and working your way through. Yeah. And, and you had no idea that you were going to fall in place when the, when the year started. Yeah. I had no idea at all. Like I would, I would have never in a million years expected to even get top five in the W. It's like, it's, it's so crazy. Like it just doesn't even seem real. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's amazing actually. Like it's great. And and you're a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it, I feel like that much makes it even cooler because like I, I would have never, ever expected that. Well, you have two rookies this year have won races in the WMX. Yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like that's awesome. Like, I feel like no one was expecting that to happen. And once it did, everyone was like, whoa, like they're there like to race, to get like pressure on. Like they want like that top five or top three, like we're there to work at it. You know, are you and Kinsey close? Me and Kinsey. Okay. So when we first started, we weren't like, we never talked like she was super shy. Like we were pretty shy to each other. And then, 
at the banquet last year, we like were talking like me, her and India, like we were getting super close. And then after that, me and Kinsey stayed in touch all winter, everything. And then like, once we got to Daytona, we were like clicked, like besties, like ever since then, like we've been super duper close, like talk all the time. And then like, I don't know, like when she wins, I hype her up. Like we get super excited for each other. And then like, when I won at Georgia, she was like, what'd you place? And I was like, I think I got first. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. Like, it's just, yeah, we're pretty close. It's super exciting to have like someone there that we're riding in the same class and we can both hype each other up all the time. You know, that's, that's pretty amazing that you take two fierce competitors and you can be friends off the track that close and, and be happy for one another when there's success, you know, that's, that's not a, that's not a guy's trait. Yeah. Like most of the time people are like, Oh, I beat you. Like <laughs> you suck. Like stay like a bag. Like, you know, but like being able to like be competition still and be friends. I, I find it awesome. Like it's great being able to do that with her. Well, I'm glad that you get along with all the, the other ladies as well, because yeah. it's, it only is going to help grow the support, grow the sport and, and, and make it better for all the ladies. Do you know how many girls are on the gate? Uh, 11, 10. I, uh, I have no idea. I think it's something like that. It's, that's a pretty good gate. Yeah, it is. And all the girls are all competitive. Like, it's not like someone's super slow or someone's super fast. Like it's all like the same. So like, they're always there. Like you've got to always like stay focused because you never know when someone's going to be right behind you. That's pretty awesome. So how are you doing in some of your other sports? Pretty good right now is softball. And that's all about right now. Well, volleyball's conditioning starting like, I actually got a text from my coach the other day and she was like, Hey, open gyms ready. Like you come in, like, are you playing? You haven't been to any open gyms. I was like, I've had no time. Like I've got racing going on. I got softball. I got, it's overwhelming, man. I've got time for volleyball right now. And she's like, Oh, I completely understand. Like just come when you're ready. And I was like, all right. So once softball gets over, I'll probably pick up volleyball and then volleyball gets over. And then I pick up dance and cheer and then dance and cheers over. And then I pick up travel volleyball then racing and then start all over again <laughs> and just keep it going. Yep. When do you do your schoolwork? <laughs> In school, <laughs> I usually never have time to do homework. So I try like when I'm at school, I focus in that one class and try to knock out all my work in like every period. And if I don't, I most of the time just finish it all in study hall. So I usually never have homework anyways. And then like when we leave for nationals, like some like Texas was like a 17, 18 hour drive. So we had to leave like Wednesday. So I had to miss like two or three days of school. And that happens a lot. So I try to like knock out my work before I leave. So I don't have to worry about when I get back, you know? Yeah, that's what Kansas can be the same thing. Yeah, it's it's hard sometimes, but if you do it for before, you don't gotta worry about it when you get back and it's a lot less stressful. Have you been doing your schoolwork while you guys were driving yet? Um, I have one time and it was just because I didn't have time to finish it. But most of the time I usually already have it done. So I don't have to worry about it at all during the weekend. It makes it easy on your mom and dad to 
build your race bikes, take you all these places, allow you to do all those sports because you're so disciplined with your schoolwork. Yeah. If, if I ever get a bad grade, my dad's like, Hey, you better, you better pick that grade up or that's out of there. Like you're not doing that anymore. So I've always been really focused on keeping my grades good because if I don't, then I usually tend to do like after school, like activities or anything like that. So I usually keep like A's and B's so I don't have to worry about it. What's your plan for after high school? I'm planning on going to college and I'm hoping to still be racing by then. And I think that like my mom thinks I could probably go play volleyball in college, but I don't think so. Cause I'm too short, but <laughs> so if, I think I'm after high school, I probably won't have any sports and all I have to worry about is like school and then racing and work. So I think I'll, I'm hoping to still be able to race by then. I'm, I'm sure I would be. Uh, sometimes I feel like I wouldn't be able to with college. It's like it'd be my first year, but I think I'll be able to handle it. It depends on where you go to college and what, what your majors are. What do you, yeah. what do you want to be? I kind of, I wanted to be a veteran, veterinarian or an orthodontist person, but I just, I'm stuck and I just can't decide which one I want to be. So it's in one of those. Well, let me ask you this. You guys have a lot of properties. So do you have animals and, and things like that going on as well? Well, we actually, uh, we used to have like a couple of dogs and cats, but we only have one dog, but I grew up. She's the, there's this girl, her name's Sarah. She's like been my best friend since like third grade. And she has horses, donkeys, cows, chickens, and anything you can think of. She has it. And every summer we'd always be at her house, taking care of animals, fixing fence, doing all that fun stuff. So ever since like then, I've just like animals have always, I've always been attached to animals. I don't know what it is, but. Well, that's, that's quite a difference racing and animals. That's, <laughs> that's a big spectrum there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how, how do your parents keep up with you? They don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I got, I got an older sister. She's just finished her first year of college and she's plays volleyball college. Like she's plays that it goes like all season and then they have spring ball. So she, they're always trying to like stay caught up with her. And then they got me and my brother and they really, they just go back and forth between all three of us trying to keep up with this all. But sometimes they're just like, you know, you, you guys got it. Like I'll be here to support you. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Sounds like you got pretty good parents. They're always involved. And with they grandpa always, always are. And grandpa involved in taking care of the the quad. You got it made. Yeah. And then I have my other grandpa. We actually use his rig. Like he bought it's like a big, I don't know what they call them. Like <laughs> it's like a big trailer, then like a, the camper part, like together. <laughs> And he's had it and he's like, well, if you guys, like, I'm, I want to go like with you guys. So ever since we've always like go with him and he gets us everywhere. Like he always pays for the gas to get us there. Like he gets us, he takes us all the time. Like he's always like, Oh, I want to go. Like, can I go with you guys? Like, I want to be involved. Like everybody's always involved with us. It's, it's pretty great. Do your, do your grandpas help each other? You know? I mean, yeah. I'd say, I'd say so. That's pretty awesome that you have that 
fan club and the, that crew backing you that that's, yeah. that's probably in racing. That's probably the best thing that you could have is a family that, that is involved and is behind you and there for you to take care of you. Yeah, it's great. Like, and even though my sister, like she was at college pretty much like here recently. So she hasn't been very involved, but like, I'll constantly get texts from her every weekend. Like, good luck, Ellie, kick some butt. You got it. Like, I believe in you. I'm like watching online. Like I'm watching your times and everything. Like I, I got, I'm like, get it girl. I was like, oh, thank you. Like, even though she's not there, she's always texting me. My grandma's always texting me. My aunt's like, everybody's always like, good luck, good luck, good luck. Like you got it. Like they're always, always there to support me. So how big was the party when you got home after you won? too so they all came over and we all just hung out and my family was all there and my friends so they were like yeah good job Ellie's it was super fun and exciting that's pretty awesome I, I like the fact that you have all the support that that is something that some people miss they don't get the same family support so it's harder for them because they have to do it all themselves and and you have just a great backing and it seems like you have great backing for all your, all your sports. Yeah, I do. It's, it's, it's great. And all my, even though like my friends, like my, my, ever since me and Colin were little, since we're twins, like all my friends are his friends and all his friends, are like my friends, it's always been like that. And we always, always back each other up. Like our friends are always there to help us too. Like, it's not just family. Like before Georgia, there's, Caden Basil and Darren Jones are one of our buddies. Like they're always with us. And since my brother's obviously hurt, they helped me load up the whole trailer. And they were like, if you win this weekend, you better like when you're on the podium, you better say thanks to us for helping you load up the trailer. And I totally forgot. And they were so mad at me. They have still to this day not let it down since I did not thank them on the podium. So everyone supports me in everything. And it's I'm really grateful for it, honestly. Uh, that's awesome. And, and you know what, you'll have to tell him that, that I said to give you a little slack because a moment like that, the first time it's overwhelming, you aren't prepared for the excitement and the thrill and all the things that are going on. I, I'm sure your emotions were all over the map. Oh yeah. It, I have never, ever, ever, ever in my whole life, like have felt the way I did up there. Like is. 20 different emotions going through your body and you're like, and then you're like freaking out because like, you don't really ever speak on the podium and they're like asking you questions and you're like, uh, uh, I don't know. And like, you're just like so overwhelmed. Like you still like, Oh my gosh, I just won. And then you're like trying to answer these questions. And it's just so like crazy. And you're just like, still can't get over the fact that you won. Like I still to this day can't like believe that I won that. Like it, it's just it's an amazing experience. Which is going to make it that much easier the next time. Yeah. I, mean, I totally agree. You got the monkey off your back right away. And now all you have to do is you, some riders get so wrapped up in that first win that it, it curses their career because they stress about it and you don't have to do that. It doesn't seem to me like, like you're a stressor anyways. Yeah, no, I'm pretty chill. Like if I got, if I like crazy happy about it but like i'm content with 
Like, like I said in the beginning of this, I was never even expecting the top five. So like I take a second, I take a third, I take a fourth. Like if they want the first, they can have it. I mean, I kill for it. Like I'm trying to get there, but like where I'm at right now, I don't, I don't know if like I'm I'm not expecting like a win every time, you know what I mean? Like I'm just going for like the top five. Just staying focused on that. It takes evolution and time to get yourself into the speed and get used to the, 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 the things that you have to do at that level, because it is quite a bit jump from where you were to where you are now. Yeah. It's like, I want to say it's the same, but it's not the same at all. Like, I don't even know how to like compare, like on the 250, I was like, just there to ride. Like just, Oh, I'm going to the gate. I'm going to race a race four laps, you know? But this year it's like, Oh, you got to go to autographs. Like, Oh, this is weird. I've never done this before, but this is an amazing experience. Like you got people all the time, like they're hyping you up. Like everyone's like, Oh, are you excited for WMX? Like you're a pro. I'm like, Oh, that's so weird to me. Like I just never like expected that's like ever be me. And then this having everybody there. It's just, and so happy for each other. Like all the girls. It's great. It's, it's amazing. I do have a question for you and you probably haven't thought about this. So being a pro racer, how does that affect your NCAA, your college, being able to compete at college level? I, I've never thought about that because I've had a, since I'm like two, like since like you're getting, like you can get paid for winning. I had to like do like all the IHSA, is that what it's called for high school sports. Cause I didn't know if I was even going to be able to play high school sports anymore. Cause like sometimes that crosses over and if you're a paid professional and can't play high school sports, but then found out I could. So we were chilling there and I don't know. I wonder, I, it should still, I think it'd be the same for like college. since like not even the same, like sports agenda, you know, it might be, I'm not, I'm really not for sure. I know they get pretty sticky about uh, athletes making any kind of money uh, and any of it for anything uh, like that, as far as even in a different sport. So it's something that your guidance counselor, whoever is helping you with that, they, that you should check into the rules. If you ever wanted to play college sports. Used to, whenever I first started racing, I was like, man, if I ever got a college, like volleyball champs, like I totally picked that over racing and drop racing. But like, now, like, seeing where I'm at now, like, never expecting to be here, like, I'm like, no, man, I drop volleyball any day. Like, now, like, I'm here, I'm, like, racing, racing, racing. Like, I want to be more a part of this than I ever have. And, like, volleyball just, to me, just isn't even, like, for college, just isn't even an option anymore. Like, it used to be. But, like, since, like, I'm here now, like, to where I'm at, and, like, I know I can do better in, like, next couple of years, like, like no, like, I want to focus more on this. That's outstanding. Racing is, is, is a basically a legalized drug. It is. I totally agree with that. Because I've been doing it my whole entire life. I raced my first race when I was four. And I, I mean, I told you, I, I you know, I kind of not really wanting to race at my age and it's not because I don't have the desire. It's because I have injuries, you know, I, I've been hurt a couple of times and, and my body doesn't function the way it's supposed to. But I'd still, you know, if we we're going to race tricycles out in the driveway, hey, I'm I'm in, you know, and yeah. I'm there to win. So yeah, that's I, I get it. I totally get it. 
it's it's crazy how it may like how you feel when you're writing like it's a, you I've never felt that way with any like sports or anything I've ever done like when you're on the track on your quad riding like fighting for the next position like putting your whole heart into like trying to get that pass or trying to stay in front like your your adrenaline is crazy like it's it's amazing and like on the gate you're like your heart's racing like you're like waiting all you hear is like Four-wheelers revved up, like you're just waiting for the gate to drop. It's just, it's an amazing experience. It really is. How does your dad, being that he was a racer, how does he take it standing on the sidelines? I don't know. That's kind of like a personal question because he never made it to the pro level, but his best friend, Tom Rich, and my uncle, Shane Roush, they... They were pros, like, and he was always the A-class rider. He's, like, always wanted to be there. And then now, like, I feel like that since he's standing there watching me, like, be the position that he always wanted to be, like, he's super proud of me. Oh, I bet he's proud of you, you know, because it's, you know, dads and daughters have a special relationship. Yeah. My daughter was a pitcher. And I got to coach her for the beginning portion of her career. And I loved it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's always, that's a great experience too. And it's always great because he knows how I, he's learned over the years, how I like to deal with my emotions because like sometimes if I mess up, I get super upset and I usually get so mad that I cry and he'll like try to talk to me and then I just lose it. So he's learned like let me have my like moment before he talks to me because he knows that I'll just make he'll make it worse. So it's nice to know like have him knowing how like my emotions are and like how like to handle me whenever like in that situation. Like last or two years ago, whenever I won at Redbud, I I didn't think I won. Like I came off the track, I had an absolute meltdown. I threw my neck brace on the ground. I like dramatically unhooked my boots and my dad pulls up and he's like what what is wrong with you? And I was like, I didn't win. I'm so sorry. And he's like, Ellie, you won. Like you literally won. He's like, why are you crying? And I was like, because I didn't think I got it. And he's like, you're so dramatic. And I was like, I just can't <laughs> help it. Like I thought I was like, I'm sorry. I thought I let him down. And then I was like, I did it. It was it's great having like him there all the time. You you know how much fun it is for me because I've been doing this a long time and the youth and the enthusiasm that you have is in it's awesome it shines a new light on it and it energizes the the whole thing for me because that this is what it's all about the love of the sport and and i can see just here sitting here talking to you how passionate you are and how much you love the sport oh yeah i it is i used to like never think like oh you don't like it that much you're just doing it because you want to try it and then like I'm like to the point where I don't want to quit. Like I, I am like so like in love with it now. It's like, I just don't want to stop. Like it's, it's the greatest decision of my life starting this. Like it, it really is. Have you thought of about trying any other disciplines like cross country or anything like that? My dad's always like, Ellie, you should try cross country. Like you'd be good at it. You need to try it and keep you in really good shape too. And I was like, I was talking about 
racing your ATV cross country. But yeah, I mean, running cross country is great for keeping you in great shape. Well, that was a totally like a blonde moment there. (laughs) But uh, whenever, before we got on the quads, we had side-by-sides. Like we'd go to Tennessee and ride in the woods all the time. And like my dad always secretly would tell me that I'm the best driver. (laughs) It's because I was the smartest at like riding in the mud and stuff like that. And me and my dad, we, um, and it was like, I was still running motocross and he's like, you want to run the side-by-sides like in the woods, like run a GNCC, like side-by-side race. And I was like, sure. Like, why not? It can't be that bad. You know? So I did it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, I love this so much more than my four. Like I want, I want to do this. And my dad was like, Ellie, you just hit like four trees. You caught the thing on fire and you want to do this more than you want to race. And I was like, kind of. And then like, once I really like progressively got better and better at motocross, I was like, no, no, I'm, I like this way better. And then my dad was like, after Georgia, actually, after riding the mud, he was like, I think he would be a really good GNCC rider. And I was like, why? Like, well, I'm doing good here. And he's like, because you ride so smart. Like whenever you get in mud situations and like, like pileups and everything, like you were so smart about your riding and I feel like you'd be a good GNCC rider. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I would be, maybe I wouldn't be. You never know. I thought about it, but I would probably never do that. I don't think I'd survive like the two hours or however long it is. Well, you know, got to go try it and see what happens. I, 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 I've thought a lot about it. Like, uh, some of our racing friends, uh, the oars, Brayden, he tried one and he was like, Ellie, that was the funnest thing I've ever done in my life. And I was like, man, I really want to try it. And then my brother and Clayton and him, they're like, we all should do one. Like, it'd be so fun. So who knows? We might try one soon. We might not. I don't know, but I feel like it'd be a cool experience to try it at least once. I think it would be too, you know, how far away is Ironman from you guys? Well, it's like, like two hours. That's isn't like an hour and a half too. It's not bad at all. It's like, I'm so excited because it's the closest one and I don't have to ride in the car very long. They have two cross country races there every year. Yeah. Last year, me, my brother and Darren, we went up there and actually watched it. It was, we've, every time there's a race up there, we always go and watch it. And it, it looks like a lot of fun. Well, I, I think you ought to give it a whirl. You know, they, they, they got some ladies in there that are pretty fast. They are. It's crazy. I, if I was going to really try, I feel like, uh, I'd have to get in a lot better shape because I can barely last five laps <laughs> on a motocross track. Well, it's a different intensity level as well, too. So you're, you're riding you, you those don't get me wrong they're super intense and they're riding at a high level but it's it's different their conditioning for that when they go and do that for 2 hours is different than you have for a sprint race in a 5 lap motocross race yeah cuz you got to got to like stay consistent and like keep like your like like you don't want to go out there and like just blow all your energy on the first like 3 laps you got to like save yourself to finish out the race Exactly. Because if you, if you, if you lose all your energy too fast, then you're, you're giving all that that you gained back generally faster than you, than you took it away. So, yeah. I feel like if I was racing a 
like the GMCC race, I feel like I'd save all my energy for the end because like, I feel like everybody else would already like lose it. So then you're like, damn, I'm not out of energy. <laughs> well, you got to You got to go give it a try and, and, and see what happens. I might. That's, that's pretty cool. Has mom decided that she wants to try racing yet or, or not? My mom? Yeah. No way, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to let her? No. <laughs> well, you have to get some of that, uh, that courageousness from somewhere. I don't know who I get it from. <laughs> Well, it must run in your family somewhere because you, you don't seem to be afraid and you're not, you're very courageous and, and you want to have a lot of fun. So you don't seem to be afraid at all. Not most of the time I'm not, but sometimes like out there on that track, some things are like scary. And sometimes it's always scary, but you just can't be afraid. You just got to go for it pretty much with anything in life. <laughs> Pretty much. But, but for a, a 16 year old young lady to say it that way, it, it's pretty impressive. Thank you. I mean, you just, you, no fear is, it, it's not something that comes with most 16 year old young ladies. Yeah. When I was, when I was like younger, I'd always make my brother, I'd like, like if we were doing something scary or like dangerous, I was like, you go first, I'll go after. Like it's, it's, you got it. I would watch you do it first. Make sure I'm not going to like get hurt. But now that I'm older, I'm like, Oh, I'll go first. I'll try it. I don't care. I'll, I'll do it. Like <laughs> this has got to be, the, you got to be the brave one and take one for the team. That's usually, that ends up being me. <laughs> as, as long as you're having a good time. That's all that matters. And keep yourself healthy, stay in shape. Uh, it sounds like Michael's got you, got you going in the right direction. Um, yeah, I'm sure you're not the only rider that he works with because I've heard his name multiple times. So he seems to be doing a good job. Yeah, he does. He does a, he does a great job. And he was about probably 45 minutes away from me. So he brings, he brings, well, before he got his shoulder injury, like his surgery that took him out this year, but Sometimes he'll bring up his son and his daughter and he'll bring them out here on their, their little four wheelers out to our track. And it's great having him out there because like when he notices something that I need to fix, he's like right there, like, Hey, you need to work on this. Like quit focusing on this so much and try to get better at this and we'll see what happens. Like he's always there to like push and like help me get better at stuff that I'm like not as strong in as other things. And that's, that's what it's all about is the, the, you always have to work to get better. You're always, you know, whether it's your work in your turns or whether it's your work in your you know, approach to the jumps or your landings or whatever it is, you always have to keep working because the faster you get, the more there is to work on. Yeah. And back, back at it with Perkins and like, Michael, he, whenever my brother got hurt in Daytona and like, it was like, my parents were constantly stressed out about my brother. Michael was there the whole time. Like he was there with me 24 seven. He's like on the gate, tell me to take deep breaths. Let me know. Like everyone else is just as nervous as I am. Like he was constantly there, like trying to help me and my family. And he did a great job. That's outstanding. That's really outstanding. That, that you, you have a seasoned veteran to already to lean back on to help you through that that's priceless. That is so priceless. 
Yeah, he does. Get that. He does a great job. He really does. That's good. How did you guys? How did you guys meet? Um, that's a tough one. So we have that local track that I started on. It's called Bicknell. It's just a little fairground track, and then. There's another indoor one in Greenville, Kentucky that we go to. That's not too far away. And once we started at, it was one of them. I think it was Bicknell. And we finally met a couple of people like the Oars and the Deckers. And once we like got to Redbud, I think it was, he showed up and my dad was like, oh, who are you? Like, I don't even know who you are. And Clayton, one of our buddies, he was like, oh, this is Michael Perkins. Like, he's been our buddy forever. Like, he's one of our super close friends. And ever since then, it's just taken off. Like, we have grew like a big moto family is what I'd call it. And they're always, they're the biggest supporters, too. And once we met him there, him and my dad just continuously got closer and closer. And then he just got super close with all of us. And he's just been a big support since then. That's great. I'm so happy for you guys that you have somebody like that in your corner to help you out. Yeah, it's it's awesome. What's your do you have a favorite track? Oh, it's Georgia by far. That's the first the one we started on. And I've loved it since we started there. That was like in I don't know. I just love the start. I love everything about that place. And everyone's you're usually like, oh usually supposed to be your favorite like your home track like that's your like you know i have never raced to iron man and my dad's like that's your home track ellie you better be good there i was like i don't even know what to expect like i have never raced there my whole life and i got asked out the other day and they're like should an iron man be your like favorite track since it's like your home track i was like no man like georgia is by far my favorite one well let's see how you do an iron man and then you can come back and tell me yeah i'm i'm excited see what happens to Iron Man. I feel like there could be a pretty good battle system there. It just depends how everybody's feeling that weekend, I guess. Exactly. A lot of it has to do with that. It really does. I know Andrea's hungry and, and Kinsey's not going to give it up easy. And, and Shaw is, is fast and strong. They all are. They, Kinsey is doing a phenomenal job. Like I am like overly proud of her like she is kicking butt right now and having I don't think Andrea or Shaw was expecting her to go in there like that quick and just like mix it all up like that like that was a surprise to everybody I feel like yeah because I was following her on social media before she went to the WMX and didn't know what to expect. I didn't know that she was going to ride WMX until I seen when I, when I plugged in that day in Daytona and she was in second, I was like, Whoa. Yeah. That, yeah. I was kind of blown away myself. Whenever, whenever we were, me and her, like before the season started, like since we talked literally every day, we were like, yeah, I'm super excited for WMX. Like all this. And I was like, Kenzie, I know you got top three this year. And she's like, I don't know, Ellie, like, I'm not going in there, like expecting to get top three. Like, I'm just going to see what happens and go from there. I was like, Kenzie, I have seen you ride. Like you are an absolute amazing rider. And I know you got top three. And she's like, maybe. And then she goes and wins the second one. And I was like, I told you, I told you, girl. <laughs> it's well, great. And then, I, and then you win round three. 
Yes. The craziest part about that is Friday at practice. Me after practice, me and Kinsey are like just driving around on the 90, like with all of our friends just messing around. And then we went back to my trailer and we were talking with my mom and Kinsey was like, imagine Ellie wins this weekend. And I was like, Kinsey, shut, shut up. Like you're going to win. Like you won last time. I know you got this. And Kinsey was like, no, man, watch you win this. And I get second and it's just going to be a great weekend. Like I feel you winning. And like I won Saturday and she's like, I knew it. I called it. I knew this was going to happen. It was so weird. That's pretty awesome. That is so awesome. I really want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I really do appreciate it. And, and the fact that you even had time was pretty amazing. I think after talking with you and, and, and learning about your schedule, maybe, maybe you should take a day off. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for having me. It was a really great experience and uh, no days off. Like there's just no days off. You know, you got to stay at it. You got to stay at it. I, I, I take some days off, but no days off the gym. You got to stay at it. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep this, got to keep it up. Uh, you know, as much energy as you have, I think that uh, the keeping working out as often as you do is going to work for you. I hope it does. And I really do. Well, you keep up the good work and, and I would like to extend the invitation to have you back maybe closer to the end of the year after a few more rounds go by, we, we get you back on and, and get an update and find out how you're doing. All right. That sounds great to me. The team here at ATV talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATV talkpodcast.com. San Diego's body evolution and wellness center with over 17 years experience Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industries building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.